0: You're gonna love it. So, what have you tuned into? By the way, it is Car Talk, which means Motoring Middle East is here, and uh, we've got to adjust some headphones. We'll, I'll get to it. Uh, welcome back to the program, Imtishan Shazad from Motoring Middle East, and Raj from Honda. This is going to be a phenomenal show, gentlemen. Welcome. Let's rev it up. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, you gotta keep talking while I have just. Oh, fun. okay,
1: you're right. Okay, so uh, this is uh, going to be an interesting show. It's all going to be about Hondas. I don't think it's going to be all about Hondas. It's about some of the cars that we've been driving. How are your? Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but we but we do have Raj here from Honda. And yeah. maybe we'll take a couple of minutes for Raj to just uh, tell us a little bit about himself, right? Well, especially the NSX in the garage
0: and all of the parts in the back garden. Well he's got,
1: he's got one intact one and then yeah. he's got
2: one in bits just so yeah. that if he needs spare bits for the other one. I it's kind like of like the Iron
1: Giant is what
2: I thought. <laughs> it's like, Raj, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's bri- uh, brilliant to be here. So uh, very good evening to all the listeners out there. Thank you.
0: So uh, t- tell us the NSX story. What this oh, is, these me,
2: guys have been waxing and waning about this for weeks now, <laughs> and you're finally here. Well, let me wind back a little bit. Um, I've been working for Honda for, I don't know, about 38 years. I know you're probably going to say but but you look about 25. But I was going to exactly say that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've had a couple of NSXs. So obviously, I have one of the uh, later models, which is a 2004, sitting in my front garden which my wife very very rarely drives and uh, so every time i go home i jump start it and etc and get it going and when i go back the battery's flat you know yeah, so it's yeah. kind of a recurring story every 2 3 months and then uh, i've got an S2000 which is also a great car and wow. that's also sitting there collecting dust And hopefully I'll get to drive them when I move back to UK. You don't by chance have a vintage Civic from one of the first runs. Mm, Not a Civic, but I have an Accord and a CRZ Hybrid, which is also very nice. Man, so basically you have a a workshop for Hondas. Well yeah. collection even. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well I think the one thing that we you know, we know we've known Raj for a while now. One thing we really appreciate in the car industry, when we meet car industry people, they're not just industry people, they're actually car people. Yeah. And as you can see, not only is Raj works at Honda but he lives breathes and dissects Hondas you know that's that's what he does you know
0: which which becomes really interesting because you gentlemen and this is going over to Imtishan and Shazad for for a long time they were very much pro Honda and then they fell out of Honda favor in that they just weren't happy with the cars
2: yeah i mean they got a, they got a little little discouraged with the design direction I think, to be honest, that's what the motor industry went through. Uh, certainly, a decade ago, when you know the downturn happened with the yeah. economy and etc., and we became a little bit, I don't know, maybe dull and boring. So the cars did the function, but weren't exciting enough. But obviously, we're putting that excitement back in the cars now, with obviously some of the models. They have driven recently well, and,
0: and that is the big turnaround with these boys and It was about a month ago when they were just glowing as they were talking about the accord and the, and, and I, I I had to sit down because i said what what am I hearing and then, you know and then the the c r x were or the c r v sorry they were going on about that, and they fell back in love with it and it was very difficult. To yeah,
1: I mean, I think the Accord is probably a real uh, landmark car, the new Accord. And, yeah, yeah the, a lot of that traditional character is starting to come into that. And we're seeing a lot more of it in the car. Um, but, yeah, I mean, can we have him on tape saying, yeah, the cars were dull? <laughs> you know, that's, that's like... <laughs> we'll be
0: podcasting <laughs> can tomorrow. Can we get that on loop? Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but, that, but that is that is the case. I mean, that's I think not only us, but a lot of Honda fans and a lot of Honda owners have felt that in the past. Yeah. And I think it's great to see what that... How that missing ingredient, whatever that is, is now being inserted back into the cars,
2: yeah, I think obviously uh, I know you 've driven the accord and et cetera, and uh, you know the big thing really with the both accords and the one point five and the two liter is the turbocharged engines, yeah. you know because obviously in this region where we love the big v8s and v 6s and et cetera, but also you know fuel is getting expensive and with the new technology and certainly with turbocharging you've got the benefit of both worlds really having mm. a lot of power and torque plus being economical and obviously the environmental issues the co2s are lower and that kind mm. of stuff so we've got some exciting products coming.
0: Raj here from Honda. We've got Motoring Middle East Imtusan and Shahzad here. We're talking cars. It's Car Talk on Dubai Eye if you're wondering what you're listening to. So, Raj, I want to jump back. And, and of course, as you're listening, those those folks who are on their sofas, walking around, uh, they're out. By all means, do get involved in the conversation. We're not just talking Hondas. We're talking cars. It's something you like, something you don't like. You're you're doing a little bit of uh, shopping mall shopping, uh, which is one of my favorite activities. Just basically talk to people who are getting out of their cars at the mall. And uh, get their take on what they're driving, what they love, don't love. And uh, uh, people do look at you a little odd. But uh, um, th- it's, it's a great way to meet people or get good at running. Uh, <laughs> Raj, you've, you've been with Honda for a
2: a good long time. Your favorite Honda, is it the NSX? Oh, I think it has to be the NSX. Yeah. Why? I think when the NSX was introduced in uh, 1990, you know, it was one of the first kind of supercar which really matched... The Ferrari kind of appeal with mm. the drivability, and it was the first supercar from a Honda point of view with a mid-engine. The car was all aluminium. You know, uh, and Senna developed that car, which, you know, who was racing for us in Formula One. So that every person who got into that car and drove it, and, you know, the reviews were... Absolutely phenomenal from all the magazines and TV, and certainly for me, it's one of the easiest cars to drive. Even though it's got a lot of power and etc., you know, it's very easy to drive. And I remember I had one in 1993, and my wife was driving it when she was seven months pregnant. Wow! You know, so it's a great car. Did she want easy to drive. To drive. <laughs> she loved it.
0: Absolutely, she wanted to drive it. Why? Why is she not driving the one that's in your garden? Now no, she's grown up, you see. That's, <laughs>
3: Is that how the wife happened, basically? You had an SX, you had a, a flash motor, you turned up, and that was. No, it. no, no, no. When I met my wife, I didn't have anything, actually. Oh, that's true. <laughs> But actually, I think you're being a little shy here because you worked on the NSX at a time, I think, when it were still in development and you trained most of the people in Europe. You're one of the few people in the country right now, in the UAE, who can actually put an NSX engine together by yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, when we launched the NSX in 1999, I went to Japan in 88 or somewhere, uh, that kind very of Very early on, you know, very early on. To see the car, uh, get the training and that kind of stuff. So I was there for good, maybe two months so
3: wow. what was it like i mean being at that time in japan was really trying to make a supercar that was the
2: equal of the italians i mean what was the mood in honda like well the thing is because you know you know when you've got a good car you know you had that you got, feeling yeah so i think everybody had that gut feeling and obviously there was a huge amount of development by and senna you know with that car Was he had
3: the canteen with you every day
2: I unfortunately i never met him but i do have a signed photograph of him okay. Some, somewhere in the garage probably <laughs> But, yeah, um, you know, I came back to the U.K. because I worked at Honda Motor Europe then. And, obviously, we trained all the technicians. But the thing is, the first 50 cars which came to the U.K., so I was responsible for getting them out of the crate and PDIing wow. them and that kind of but stuff. But you well, by yourself. That's well, a bit unfair. I had a couple of helpers. <laughs> but that's <right>? pretty <laughs> impressive. The
1: first 50 were literally, you were signing
2: off You on, unboxed on. them. Yeah. He
0: unboxed them, yeah, basically. Yeah, he unboxed
1: 50 yeah, s If that's they did it. unboxing videos back then, that would be awesome, right? It would be on VHS. <laughs> it
3: would take forever. they would be a lot of rewinding.
1: Well, one, th- one thing that's interesting that you just said there is that you know when you've got a good car yeah, and you had that feeling that, oh, yeah, we've got something special. So here's a tricky question. Have you had that feeling since then?
2: Yeah. I mean, s- to be honest, when the S2000 was introduced, you know, and ah. we've had a number of type R civics you know especially the last couple which have been introduced in uh, Europe uh, and I think now m- lots of people in Dubai are shaking their yeah. fists at the, exactly. r- at the radio right now exactly. like, exactly. you've had type R's but we haven't <laughs>
1: <laughs> why haven't we had them oh eventually maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's,
0: that's very Shakespearean there <laughs> yeah thank you for that yeah, thank you. yeah no that that, that <laughs> is a little bit of a, a you know a, a burr in people's sandal
1: That we we don't (laughs) get. There you go. See, he's taking it next level there. (laughs) We don't get that. The Type R is here.
3: Couldn't just say Thorn, could you? You'd have to say Burr. (laughs) People are all Googling. What's a a Burr? Non-actor. Go on.
2: I mean, the thing with the Type R, yes, it's a great car. I mean, we are evaluating the market, Hmm. you know, and when is the right time uh, we will launch, you know, not just Type R maybe, maybe other products as well. So um, That sounds to me like that's a Just watch this space. Well, I mean, NSX, for example, is probably
1: in there. But the thing is, NSX is in the region, isn't it? I mean, Kuwait has it, right?
2: Yeah. uh, So we sell the NSX uh, in this region under our uh, luxury brand of Acura. Oh, no, we're not even going down that road. In fact, we're going to come back to it. Hold (laughs) on, hold on. Because
0: we, we, we have this discussion every other week. When is the Acura coming here? Well, Why don't we get Acuras? Well, been wait, waiting we're waiting
1: for over a decade.
0: W- we're still waiting and we keep <laughs> saying it, but we've got Raj here so we're yeah. going to we're going get Raj to account for this. Yeah, we've chained him down. Raj think, Raj I, is I here I think from Monhope. I'll one take Hope. that
2: question back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Raj joining us from Honda, the guys from Motoring Middle East. That's Imtashan and Shazad. My name's James Pikeway. You're listening to Car Talk on Dubai Eye 103.8 FM. What are you listening to? You are listening to Car Talk, Motoring Middle East. Imtashan and Shazad in studio. Raj from Honda. He's also here, which means we are having a, a very interesting conversation uh, so far about Hondas. But we're gonna we're gonna branch out. We got a we got a Camaro question that's lined up here. Camaro
1: question. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, it's it. gonna be. I'm, I'm fun. To talking about Camaros <laughs> again. <laughs> I have the tape. Do you, do you have the tape? You I'm have gonna, the, I'm are you going to play, are you gonna play uh, the tape?
0: I'm going to get Esther to pull, put it on. I mean, I got it on my phone, so maybe I'm just going to... We'll get Esther to do it. I'm going to send it to her in a second. She's going to load it up because it was very well cleared up that... Yeah, but, you know... You're pronouncing it wrong by a, what, a 10-year-old or a 6-year-old? Indeed, yes. Yeah.
1: Indeed, yes. But yeah. it's, I still say it's my story. I'll tell it how I want to. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, Raj, Raj, let's let's jump back to the NSX,
0: and that brings in two issues. One, when are we going to get those here? And the second one being the the whole issue of the the Acura brand. And we've got you know Lexus, we've got Infiniti, we've got you know those those are two. So yeah. Why is Honda not going? Yes, we're here.
2: No. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, you know, uh, that kind of uh, question is a little bit higher than my p- pay grade. But uh, let me just try and explain. So we launched Acura in Kuwait first. Okay. Uh, obviously, we looked at the market and et cetera, and where would be the ideal place to certainly launch not the whole model lineup. We only have actually four models uh, which are on sale. But in the Acura range, we have 10 to 12 models in the U.S. Right. Now, we are... Uh, still exploring, uh, not just UAE but other countries as well. That you know where we can launch the Acura brand, mm. and we are still uh, e- exploring that that option. And and we will at some point, uh, I'm sure, have the brand. But I can't give you a date. the
1: thing is, it makes perfect logical sense, right? As you were just telling us, and as you were telling us over the break as well, the amount of engineering and the amount of investment, therefore, that goes into just homologating the car. For this market, clearly you 've already done that because yeah. you 've had to do it for one of the GCC countries, so it doesn 't it seem a little bit wasteful to have only done it for for
2: that one market yes i I, I agree with you I mean uh, if you think about from a development point of view, especially NSX it's a very different case you know NSX development costs are absolutely huge, especially because it 's a hybrid model um, but the volume of that type of model is very very low you know i mean say imagine tomorrow we have an acura uh dealership here and you know you're probably looking at maybe four to five cars a year so the workshops have to have special tooling special ramps and all those kind of stuff so we also got to look at it from a distributor point of view the investment why not just badger as honda well, uh, as you probably know, uh, you go to the UK uh, often, so in the UK it is uh, badged as a Honda vehicle, but because we have Acura in this region, already in the GCC, so that's why the decision was taken, obviously, uh, to sell it under the Acura brand. But even in Europe, originally. Uh, The thought process was only for Acura. But because we don't have Acura Mm -hmm. in Europe and it was decided to Mm. be sold under Honda. So one more question on that is uh, if if we have it in Kuwait, if a
1: customer from UAE goes and buys it from Kuwait, Mm -hmm. would he have to take it back there to get the service then? Hmm.
2: Good question. (laughs) Yes, probably. All right, okay. I think with that kind of car, they're not going to, I mean, the first oil and filter change is probably at 10,000 kilometers or something and those kind of cars don't do a lot of miles. True. Well they will if they keep and driving they back. back again. Again. <laughs> <That's> it, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's 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 the complexities
0: of the automotive industry, isn't it? And and this is something that that, that the guys from Motor Middle East have said over and over again is, is when we look at du- the UAE and we look at Dubai and we look at Abu Dhabi and we look at the, the the car market, yeah, there's a lot of cars get sold and there are a lot of different brands here. But it actually is a rather small market mm. and that that works both for and against us. And Sometimes it leaves us shaking our heads and, and a little bit disappointed.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, especially, I mean, you guys know better than me because I've only been here a couple of years. You know, the luxury market here, you know, it's, it's big but not huge. so and really fickle, from a quite fickle as fickle, well. Yeah. So yeah. if
3: you're looking at that kind of investment from a capital expenditure perspective, you're looking at a four or five year, obviously, investment. But if you're looking at a one, two year major chief sales blowout and then after that sort of diminishing returns, why would you do it? So I see your perspective as mm. well. It has to make sense. Everything is about timing. Yeah, everything's about timing, isn't it? Well, while we're while we're talking
0: about timing, really quickly, uh, Shazad, what you, what are you driving out in that parking lot? Because it
1: had I'm a, driving nice a, hu- a humble little Audi saloon. You know, yeah. <sighs> nothing special. It had quite the growl. It did, didn't it? Yeah, There's yeah. <laughs> 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 nothing humble about that car whatsoever. It's the Audi RS three. Yeah. 400 horsepower, 0 to 104.1 seconds, take it off its 250 kilometers per hour leash and you get 280 kilometers per hour out of it. It's an extraordinary little thing. looks like an ordinary little Audi saloon, but well, ooh, that good. was the thing. And I, I think that's what I, I said to, to him to shine. I said, is he driving an A3? Yeah, you and think so, right? Yeah, but then you then you hear it start up. Well, that was the thing. <laughs> oh my god! Because what I did when I had the car, and I did the whole guess the car thing on our on all of our social media hashtag mm-hmm. guess the car. So what I did is I did put up a little video on in Insta stories where I just started it up, and people like, what is it? Lamborghini? Is it a Ferrari? Is yeah. it because it, it, it when you start it up, it goes bang bang, and then it goes bang. You know, it's yeah. like whoa, what was that? You know, and then you look, and then you pull back, and it's just a little Audi uh, RS3. Yeah. So it's ex- an extraordinary little car. Yeah, Wh- what's that going to set us back? It's a, I think it starts about 227 to 230 or so thousand. I think with options and stuff the car out there mm. is about 240. Good. So money? not cheap, no. not cheap. No, considering Bye. the size of the car. But you you were smiling coming into the it parking a, lot. It is a special little thing. It is a special <laughs> little thing it is. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be a little bit of an eccentric to go, All right, I'm going to I'm going to outlay, you know, a quarter of a million dirhams on a car like that. But once you drive it around, you do cuz the funny thing is you can drive around normally and it just feels like a normal little Audi. You really don't get a sense of it being that much special apart from when you start it up and it goes bang, bang, bang. But when you, once you start to push it, or you know like with a small car, what you'd often find yourself doing is weaving through gaps and going for yeah. gaps and ducking and diving and that sort of thing. With this car, you know you, you, in a small car you'll see you'll see a gap and then you'll floor it to get into that gap, right? With this car, you'll floor it, you'll end up in the next three gaps, you know, because it'll just rocket you ahead. So it's an extent when it when it does that and that mid-range punch and that torque comes in, then you'll go whoa, and then you go right, Ferraris, Porsches, where are you? Yes. <laughs> Bring it on, you know. Not that we encourage any kind I mean, of activity like that. On looking for the, the modified perspective.
3: <laughs> if you buy a Golf R or something like yeah. that for
1: 180 or whatever, yeah.
3: and you're thinking you'll typically put 20, to 30 grand in tuning and yeah. aftermarket bits. That'll bring you pretty close to the price of this fairly well-tuned car already with the factory warranty. That's so you right, think, yeah. And obviously with all of the mod cons, etc. Yeah, so yeah. the kind of person who's going to fiddle with it, well, here's an Audi with everything done. And yeah. more power than uh, reliably that you're going to make.
1: 400 horsepower. That's, I mean, a that's, lot that's a lot of yeah. horsepower. That is. That is an incredible. And, 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 and you saw the size of the thing. Yeah, it's, it's really it, not that big. It yeah. is really small. I mean, yeah. that's
0: why I, I totally didn't guess yeah. what you were driving.
1: That's it, yeah. But it's the only clue is when you start it up, and of course there, you know, there's yeah, some yeah, drama in the it's styling. There's yeah. in the body kit and the ground yeah. effects. It's a bit lower, so you do get some of the, some of the drama. You do when you look at it, you think, you you realize there's something special there. One one, if is there one thing you would add to that vehicle if you could? Is there yeah, one thing? Yeah, better ride but <laughs> <laughs> it's set up very very stiff particularly at the back set uh, up particularly the, the, N- the back ring. yeah I'm um, a drives well like a jeep be. is that what you're telling me no no mm-hmm. a jeep would be better <laughs> in this case honestly mm-hmm. you, know, you do feel <laughs> everything at the front I do intend to take it out on some of my favorite roads but probably later in the week I've got it for a few days so just a kid- us. yeah so keep following us you going to put a kidney belt on for that ride yeah is I might have to get one of those well, you, you had one of those hands units didn't you oh, for the neck what a fat I think I might need one of those for this car I'll tell you that one honestly
3: though why do manufacturers feel the need to set up these cars so stiff I mean we're not race car drivers Hold on, we've, on got, we've got
0: someone who can speak for on the for manufacturers Raj is here from Honda he can speak
2: for manufacturers whether he wants to or not yeah. But so you're, why do you manufacturers do this well to be honest uh, that particular car and like lots of other cars in that kind of power category generally the suspension has different settings you know you can have it on a sports mode which obviously rattles your teeth and whatever And you can have it slightly softer, so I'm surprised that this one is only on one setting. Well, the Germans are very much like hard and Mm. ruddy hard. Yeah, (laughs) but I I think also the tires probably make a big difference, you know, very low profile, maybe 19-inch. There's almost uh, no cushion of air, is there? Yeah. Mm No it's, it 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 is it is you know it's
1: got like they say licorice strips around the wheels that's all it's got so it it is very stiffly set up but then you know you get very little body roll you get incredible road holding and grip mm, mm, mm. I mean to the point that literally like my neck is hurting from the ride right and then my sides are hurting just from the lateral g forces yeah. on the car just round the roundabout here in the studio <laughs> city <laughs> Just trying to get to the radio on time. <laughs> Just driven <laughs> <down it normally>. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get on the air, you know. but but you know, and you feel it. You feel the grip. Yeah. You know, the faster you go, it actually, the better it builds up. It's yeah. quite extraordinary. So, it's one of those cars where you could say, yeah, it's a lot of money. It's got a hard ride, but at the same time, you drive it, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah. But you know, and the thing is, nobody will know. So you, all these guys in the Golf R's and the GTIs. Who, who you he really looked the part? Who you could roll past, it past actually, us yeah. on the Seriously. highway,
3: very obviously. And and you could far, just you roll know.
1: up next to them on the traffic light, and you know, with your two point five five cylinder, it's got a five cylinder this one, and is you really TTRS engine. Yeah, so you could and you could just rocket past them. It's incredible. So it's no
3: excuses for being late car. If you have an yeah. Audi RS3, you're like, why are you late? You're yeah. an RS3. That's is it, yeah. this
0: is this hatchback
1: or a saloon? This one's a saloon. You so can I think you get a hatchback flavour as well. Hisham was asking if this yeah.
0: was the uh
1: The one we've got is a saloon. I've just put I've put pictures up today on uh Motoring Middle East on the Instagram and on the Facebook, so go have a there look at the car, yeah. I I think it needs underbody lighting. Right. You know, I'll tell that North to the Travolta good folks at Audi. I'm yeah. sure
0: there'll be... It's I'm a, sure it's be a f- nice white, so a little fluorescent <laughs> blue when you drive up. Because the stereo was good and loud. and The f- uh, stereo was very good. That's what I, I got, kept they, thinking.
1: I think it's got Olufsen, but that's an option on the one that I've got. It's, yeah. got a Olufsen stereo on little there.
0: Blue underbody
1: lighting. Ooh, what a rocker that machine <laughs> would be. It <We're> be pulsating <laughs> to the stereo, yeah? <laughs> Even There <better>. you go. <laughs> Strobing <laughs> effects. That's what we need. <laughs> I, two think 50 grand. I think you that would better. suit you well. Seriously, you know, Audi, so people complaining they can't sell cars <laughs> in the market. Literally, they should yes. listen to the show. Yeah. We'll get We're giving Raj, the hints. this is gold, Raj. Take <laughs> this back with you.
0: <laughs> An NSX with underbody lighting? Oh. Yes. Purple.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, envisage it now. Yes. No,
3: don't it. envisage it. Do it. Imagine <laughs> a single tear from the technician who has to fit it every single time. <laughs> Just like they had the of one flew with a cuckoo's nest.
0: There we go. This is Car Talk. Motoring (laughs) Middle East is here. Raj is here from Honda. My name is James Pikeway. You're listening to Dubai Eye 103.8 FM. The program you're listening to is Car Talk. Motoring Middle East, Imtishan and Shazad are here. And Raj from Honda has joined us. And uh, Nikki, who we determined about a month ago, is a petrol head. Who was? Oh, yes,
1: we defined it for her, didn't we? We, we did. Yes. She, she wasn't sure, but we told her true. that she, defini- I mean, she most definitely is a petrolhead. And yeah. remember, she was looking at all sorts of different vehicles. Yeah. Including the Accord. Including the Accord, yeah. and has not decided,
0: but... Wow, she's she- taking her time. But she <laughs> wants to know from Raj, as she calls him, the Honda guru... <laughs> It's in the text. You're, um, you,
1: yeah,
0: li- yeah. This is
2: That's a okay.
3: Netflix special coming out soon. The Honda <laughs> <laughs> Guru.
2: Guru at 25 is most
0: of that. I'm still liking that. I, I, yeah, that, that would make a great program.
1: Um, she wants that's to what we're calling him for the rest of the show. Yeah, now, the Honda
0: it. Guru. Yeah, that's here. it, yeah. But Nikki wants to know if you can explain for all of Honda, this is your job because you are the guru why the the top-of-the-line Honda Accord is nearly 20,000 dirhams more expensive than the equivalent Toyota Camry. Cheers, Nikki, the petrolhead who still hasn't decided on her car yet. She
2: wants the Honda. Okay, um, very simple answer. Uh, You know, the Accord, I think first, Nikki, you have to drive this car. And once you've driven it, I think that will probably take 10,000 theorems away. But I think, secondly, the the top-of-the-range Honda Accord comes with our Honda Sensing Package, which is a complete uh, driver-assisted safety package where, you know, you have uh, lane-keeping assist, adaptive cruise control, uh, forward collision warning, head-on collision warning, Uh, and many, many other safety features which the Camry does not have. Mm. Uh, Also, from an interior point of view, um, you know, things like Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, all of those things are standard fit. Eight speed, uh, sorry, eight airbags are standard, including knee airbags. Knee airbags. Yeah. 10-speed automatic transmission, you know, which is mated to a two-liter turbocharged engine. Uh, produces more torque than the V6 even our our outgoing V6 and including uh, the Camrys so there are a lot of features in the Accord uh, and things like which you don't kind of see and notice as a customer like we have active noise cancellation system like those noise cancelling headphones so there are three microphones inside the car so when you drive the vehicle you know the uh, low frequency noises are cancelled out completely Inside the wheels, we have special resonators, so that dampens the booming sound effect as you go over bumps. So those kind of things which... Uh, did you, did you uh, uh, see Ron, as hold a hold on for a sec? Just, just pause for. Hmm.
1: A
0: did you guys know this? Because you yes, haven't yes. spoken. No, I didn't. I, did no, I, did,
1: I, did, I did mention this. I did you mention. this You never mentioned yes. this. I'm going back to I the did. tapes. Go, okay, back, ra- go back. and I check I it. Was. I did because uh, I was because uh, be be I'm almost ready was. to turn off your mic. I never heard about the noise cancelling. No, no, because when I heard it at the original the the launch event that we had and Raj talked about it there, it blew my mind. I was like, oh my god, you have
0: devices inside the wheels. This is incredible. You know, I was just thinking inside the car.
1: Yeah. No,
3: inside the wheels. Yeah.
0: That's pretty amazing.
3: Yeah. I flat out didn't believe him. That's my excuse. I don't believe him. I mean, like, how could you have that kind of technology, That's space age? That's incredible. But it works, apparently.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, the Accord, and again, I will stress the point. Please go and drive the car, and if you need any assistance, let me know. Um, those kind of technologies, you know, we've used not just for Accord, because, you know, it's a top-end, but, you know, even in CRV, we have the same active noise-cancelling mm-hmm. uh, systems. You know things like uh even the glass is u v protected there's uh two layers in the front uh, door glasses, so many many things that the customer actually doesn't see mm. um, but they look at it from a spec point of yeah. view, you know smart entry, smart entry, et cetera. But when you look at into details, you know we have a lot of uh, advantages and it sounds exciting.
1: you know what this is? That's the gauntlet being thrown right there. That was fighting talk from Raj today, I tell you that much. That is, bring it on, Camry.
0: (laughs) Nikki, I want to know what Nikki thinks. This is, you know, because she is a petrol head and she hasn't decided. This, as I'm listening to it, this could decide to throw me over towards that. Yeah, it's won you over, isn't it? I
2: think if Nikki's a petrol head, certainly when she does drive it, and the 2-litre turbo with that 10-speed automatic transmission, and especially with the paddle shifters, she'll be thinking she's sitting in a Formula 1 type of car because, you know, in the sport mode, that turbo indicator shows up on the dash. It goes all red, and she can use those paddle shifters, literally like a manual gearbox, up and down. Quick double clicks will shift it down two gears. Full throttle on the accelerator will shift down even four gears. So she'll really love it. And Nikki
0: was doing the Abu Dhabi run, wasn't she? That's right,
2: yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 what,
1: the interesting thing, I should, I should just add, because I had a comment recently on my YouTube video um, that I did. I did a review of the Accord, and then somebody commented on it that I had the price wrong. Because they were saying the price was actually much less than what I'd quoted. Obviously, I was quoting the prices that were given to me at the time that I did the review. Yeah. So what I took away from that was that maybe there's some incredible offers on right now. Um, and it might be worth Ooh. going back and checking out with the dealer just how much they are actually knocking off uh, Accords at the moment. But it right uh, is Ramadan, right? It is Ramadan. There are just some sensational offers right now. Yeah. And Nikki, really, Nikki, come on! If you <laughs> we've been talking about this for like two months now, if you haven't <laughs> bought your car yet, <laughs> you need to get your skates on.
0: I'm not quite sure why she hasn't bought the car yet. Now is <laughs> yeah, the time.
3: <laughs> yeah, but Camry is fighting back, playing devil's advocate. They've just launched their Camry Hybrid. Yep. We are the launcher yeah, this yeah. week. For one hundred thirty thousand, those five hundred—it's one option at the moment. Now this car was previously only available to fleets. Um, oh, you've seen in Dubai so taxis it. running around, and they obviously run it for mileage reasons and econo- economy, and of course the yeah. eco- the environment as well, ecology, so we say. So but now they're launching it for the retail customers as well, and it's pretty well loaded. I think it comes with all the options and mod cons. It's two hundred horsepower combined engine. So what's Honda got up its sleeve as well to counter
2: this little hybrid new?
3: action uh,
0: lingering in the <laughs> back room there?
2: <laughs> uh, well, as you probably. <laughs> That, that sounds wee- almost dodgy <laughs> to do <that. laughs> We do have uh, a cord hybrid, obviously not in this region yet. Oh, uh,
0: come on.
2: You know, we, we have... Well, I uh, must just say, I must just say, come on, go guys.
0: L- let me guess, no, it's no, in no. Kuwait, though.
1: Yeah, uh, in it. Why yeah. do no, the no, Kuwaitis no. are getting <laughs> everything? That's what I want to know. What's going on there? I, yeah, I think he used he to Kuwaiti radio now. Can I just say, before you carry on, mm-hmm. just to give you
0: a little bit... There. This is, by the way, Raj from Honda is talking to Shazad from Motoring Middle East, and Imtishan is here. He does speak occasionally. I'm James Pikeway. You're listening to that's right. That. We
1: let him run the show, he thinks. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, just, just to give you some backup here, Honda was actually first to the market with hybrid. You Because know, everybody thinks that yeah. Prius was the first car yeah. that was actually sold, but actually it was a Honda Insight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Insight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So actually Honda are oh, the pioneers in this sense. They're just Now they're just not bringing it to us. Why not?
2: <laughs> yeah, so so as you know, just, just, just to clarify. So yes, we also have the Accord in a hybrid, which is sold in U.S. and uh, other regions. And you've been to our office, uh, shezad and you've seen the Accord Hybrid, the current one, which we're doing a lot of testing and stuff. So again, uh, as I mentioned to the guys off-air earlier, you know, we do test and test and test and make sure that the product yeah. is right before we bring it out. And it's not just about the hybrid car itself and the batteries, but also we've got to look at it from a recycling point of view. You know, if your car has an accident and it's written off, the batteries, you know, have to be recycled, you know, yeah. in a yeah. proper manner. So all of those kind of things need to be put into place and et cetera. So, But we are doing uh, testing, and uh, when the market and when we feel is right, we will launch these products at some stage. We go. Do you have some sort of timeline indication? We're seeing a lot
1: of manufacturers now looking at getting even electric cars into the market by 2020. Oh, Quite you know
0: Honda's working on electric cars. You know it.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, we have electric cars. We also have, as you know, fuel cell cars, you know, uh, yeah. the plug-in uh, Honda Clarity, so which is basically uh, you fill it up with hydrogen, yeah. and the car generates electricity on board, uh, and cool. you drive the car. So we have all of those uh, cars running. and I think In now Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. But you're moving uh, to go now. <laughs> we we are uh to answer the question, yes, at some point we will. I mean if you say or oh, give me a date, which I really can't, uh but you know, you know uh You've been to our office and stuff, and you can see a lot of testing stuff which has been going on. So if you right. pop by the Honda office, you'll see <laughs> all the evidence. Yeah, there you, you go. Can't. You just got to go there. You it's just s- don't
0: know where it is, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Motoring Middle East, Imtishan and Shazad are here. We got Raj the Guru from Honda here. My name is James Pikeway. This is Car Talk on Dubai Eye. Car Talk is the program. Shazad and Imtushan here from Motoring Middle East. Raj, Occasionally
1: allowed to speak. Raj the Guru from Honda is <laughs> <and he's> here <laughs> as
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> She's come back, and she says, uh, well, she has driven the Accord in several times, actually. And it is my preferred choice, but I haven't bought yet because, basically, she's lazy. And she just <laughs> likes to test out the cars. <laughs> and, and why would you? She's, she's been driving around her husband's F-150 at the moment. Well, there you so, go. you know, F-150.
1: But I, but I have to say, if you are seriously thinking about buying, you, you really need to go and check out the deals right and, now. And
0: let's face it. Yeah. We, we've heard the description from Mirage of this machine. It's the one you want. Just go buy it. I mean, boom, you're done. You won't regret it.
1: Yeah, there you go. Exactly. We can't. We can't really add to that, can we? Yeah. Well, <laughs> You'll never I think you've it. done a pretty good job. We have to say it. you will regret it. Which yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would not be fair. I'm just waiting for a phone call from somebody at Toyota now. <laughs> 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 go seriously, <laughs> and Nissan <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Hyundai and, <laughs> and Kia. <laughs> Come yeah. on, guys. And where and are Schlagen. you? <laughs> phone lines are open. Come on, bring it. Raj is waiting.
2: Ooh, is uh, oh, it's that time? Oh, he's running <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> Hisham's ask: uh, can we ask the guest, and it's Raj, the guru from Honda, yep. what's with the two-tone wheels on all Honda models? The this black and right silver up ones. Your,
2: right up your street, this one
3: is, because nobody else in the room to be able to answer this.
2: To be honest, the the thing is, when we have one-color ones, they all want two-tones. If you bring the two-tones, people want one-tone. <laughs> It's a catch-22. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, it's a catch-two
1: tone. <laughs> yeah. Certainly, oh. I think oh.
2: the kind of direction has changed a little bit. You know, there is basically that polished aluminum with the black kind yeah. of combined. I think that's and cool, on I certain think. models, they look nice. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, we have a mixture. So, also accessories if they want to change them. I was going to ask, are you Underbody more lighting? Yeah mm, including the underbody lighting
1: <laughs> yeah I was going to ask actually and in, in all seriousness and uh, follow on to James's question are you seeing more demand for like customization and
2: personalization within the Honda brand To be honest uh Depends on the model. So certainly if you take, say, the Honda Pilot or something, you know, the running boards, the yeah. uh, big wheels, and even a tent, and etc. you can attach to it. There's many other accessories. Really? So those kind of things Like ha- Honda out. actually sells that, that option? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, if you go to the uh, DFC showroom, you can yeah. see it in the showroom okay. with the Pilot there and the big tent all laid out. So huge amounts of space. It all just folds and goes I just, inside. When I
0: think of Hondas, and Pilot aside, but when I think of a Honda, I don't think of mods. And I don't know why that is, but it's not the typical vehicle. I think I'm yeah, going to buy it as it is. And yeah,
1: but James, aftermarket but Hondas, yeah. that's all it's about. Yeah, That's all it's about. Yeah. It's modifying about? and customizing. Well, clearly and I've had my, my head in,
2: in sand here for the
0: last if
1: 11 it's not years. not I think you're thinking of Civics. Civics, yeah. the rx yeah.
2: S2000s, you know, those kind of yeah. cry out for modifications. Mm. And plenty out there. Yeah.
3: And now that you've got turbo engines, that's actually a question that I want to ask you we got all these turbines, people immediately think and say, oh, that's going to be really flexible. I can just turn the wick up and get 400 horsepower out of it. How do you as a manufacturer deal with that possibility of people sort of blowing past their warranty and then coming in and saying, oh, but I just drove it on Sheikh Zayed Road and mm. poof, the engine went, boom. Yeah.
2: To be honest, it's very difficult because, you know, in the older days where you can have more power by increasing the boost pressure and etc so now all of that kind of stuff is controlled electronically you know electronic wastegates there's no you know s- a simple vacuum pipe or something where you can adjust so now the ecu the wastegates etc are so finely controlled it's very difficult for someone to mm. just increase the power the accord engine as you know it's actually based on our Type R engine, so you know that has 330, 40 horsepower, but there are many components different inside. So, for example, the Accord has balancer shafts added to make it more smoother, whereas the Type R delivers power power very brutally. But for the average person, it's very difficult now, certainly, to people increase. don't
3: see that, do they? They say, okay, it's the same motor. All the magazines tell me it's the same motor. Why can't I just make my Accord into a baby Civic Type Never R? Never
2: believe everything you read you'll eat everything Except you Except on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for example, they would have to, even the camshafts are different. So yeah, on okay. Type R Civic, it's VTEC on intake and exhaust, whereas on the Accord, it's only on the exhaust side.
3: So mm. immediately your warranty again is completely null and void when you yeah, kept yeah.
2: this sort of thing. Uh, to be honest, but also, I, I think you can't just take the parts and put in because the cylinder heads are different. There's many, many things. You know, maybe by eye, they look the same, but actually completely different.
3: So yeah, it's obviously for a different purpose, isn't it? It's a different fit for purpose.
2: Yeah, I mean, a cord is designed to give you smooth and linear kind of acceleration, where type art, similar to what Shehzad was talking about with the Audi, is just brutal, lot of power, you know, 340-odd horsepower going through the front wheels.
1: Wow. It's incredible. We're, t- we're, we're reaching a real level of sort of minutiae of detail here. and, and quite you subtle never have differences. on this show. incredible, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's All like you say, Imtushan, it's like people do have this perception. It's like, oh, well, if the engine goes, I'll just take the engine out of the Civic and put it into the Accord. But it's, it's, it's not like that no. anymore. There's just so many little differences it used that to be, people though. just it used don't realize. It's incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, one is obviously the mapping and etc which mm. is different uh, f- depending on the car types but also you know the transmissions are different you know the drive shafts uh, suspension settings everything is different I mean I think what people look at is all oh, both engines look the same mm. but they're you know, not the know there's probably only 10%
3: similarity can I say what a shame that I know the Americas get a manual and we don't but I understand mm. before you even say that the numbers have been done and they're probably mm. not going to sell many if at all any out here
2: I think I was, I mean, as you know, I've only been here a couple of years. And when I was asked for a company car, I said, I'll have a, you know, any Accord manual or Civic. So no, no, we only have automatics. So so it was a (laughs) surprise to you as well. It was a surprise (laughs) to me that there was hardly any manual transmissions apart from S2000s and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. But I think now what we've got to realize is automatic transmissions have come a long way, you know, from, uh, say, a decade ago even. Even CVT transmissions are getting better. But, you know, if you take the 10-speed auto on the Accord, you know, it's a planetary gear type of transmission, and the shifting time is quicker than some of those DSG type of boxes, you Uh. know, shifting up and shifting down. So really, unless you are a real enthusiast who wants to have a manual, to be honest, especially in the traffic and these kind of uh, days it doesn't make sense depends on the car as well In a Accord yeah, you'll probably sound
3: minuscule numbers Yeah, but a Civic might
2: yeah Who of knows? course
0: yeah gentlemen we got a we got a Wrangler question here and we so we got to get to this one because we're we're getting to the last minutes of tonight's show it says i'm thinking of buying a new Jeep Wrangler 2018 uh Willys Wheeler 3.6 liter 2 door uh am i going to regret this decision i don't drive off road i just like the car and its look however with the same price, I can buy a pre-owned C-Class. What do you suggest? P.S. Love the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank there you. you. Uh, Imtishan. I
3: mean... Yes, he's in, he's not going to regret the decision.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah. I just buy it. I mean, I one don't. of the
3: most characterful cars on sale. I think a car that's intentionally very rustic, so it's not yeah. going to be like a pre-owned C-class <laughs> at all in any way. Although it shares they're a transmission, probably it <laughs> shares some Mercedes bits. They're the night wood.
0: and day, but anyway, it'd be beautiful. Oh,
3: what a lovely car! Oh, I, I mean, you'll never forget your Wrangler, and yeah. I haven't forgotten mine.
0: I, I haven't forgot mine either. It's in the parking lot.
3: Yeah, but going home <laughs> in it. But yeah. I think the Mercedes, don't get me wrong, I think, Shazad, yeah. can you argue for the C-Class briefly? No. No. no, we <laughs> no
1: well, you said briefly. <laughs> no, look, right. look, at the end of the day, uh, what I always say is that reading, uh, reading that text and trying to really understand where that person is coming from, they clearly want the Wrangler. Well, you should get the Wrangler, you know, because honestly, like if you desire a car, you know, you're going to regret not buying that car, even if you think you've gone for the sensible choice. If you want the Wrangler, you should have that. You know what? If you don't like it, you can always move back to the C-Class, sell it and get something else. You won't move back because you're going to be smiling every
0: day. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, Raj, I really want to thank you coming in and and sharing with us so much uh, joy and love for Honda and and really filling us in on on a lot of questions. Thank you very much for having me. Gentlemen from Motoring Middle East, Imtashan Shahzad. Thank you guys for coming in. Sh- Imtashan, we'll be driving home tonight anyway. We carpool. Uh, see, <laughs> see we're, we're being environmentally friendly. Go yes, check these guys. i
1: using all 400 horsepower on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Go> <laughs> On the intake valve.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> Go find these guys on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Beautiful videos on YouTube. And, of course, they do have a webpage, page, motoringmiddleeast.com. Uh, if you want informative, entertaining, and, of course, educational content on all things automotive, that is... <laughs> there, there is no bias on this. They're, they're calling it as they see it. Go and give these guys a read. Very, very objective in what they do. Guys, thank you very much for thank coming. You, up. And Raj, thank you, James. Thank you, Raj. Thank you again.